Purple Mango. Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Great Scott, the King Dingaling. I'm here in the building with some black entrepreneurs, black bosses, black gods. I don't care if it ain't Black History Month. We're still celebrating black excellence right here. I got grown men. I'm the baby in the room now. I got grown men in the building, and we're going to have grown men talk. Don't forget, this show is sponsored by Karma Sutra and Bond Fund the best drinks in the world you know orgasm in your mouth is what i like to call it now i'm gonna go around this room everybody say who you are where you're from where you want the bitches to find you the whole nine yards okay starting with uh cooper james scorpio <laughs> so you went there okay went there. <laughs> michael barcella i'm the ceo and founder of bone fund spirits Scorpio from Brooklyn. <laughs> All right. I hear you. <laughs> I'm Verly Duplessis from Brooklyn. Nice. Okay, yeah, so everybody's in the building. First, I want to let everybody know about Michael. He has the sponsorship, the Karma um, Karma Sutra and Bond Fund. And let's talk about how you got into the liquor business. So say your name, your biography, who you are, and, you know, why you're going to be on Forbes within a year or two. Absolutely. Scott, first of all, it's yeah. a pleasure being on your show. Heard a lot about you, then I had a chance to meet you, and I've been... Yeah eager for this opportunity. Thank you. Um, you know, it's funny. My background is uh, I majored in aerospace engineering. Yep. Went to Yale from MBA in corporate finance. So all of a sudden, I'm in the booze industry. Okay. How did that happen? Um, basically, uh, you know, after after managing a consulting group for IBM and doing yeah. a couple of things in corporate America, yep. wrote a business plan for a friend of mine who had a spirits company. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't a good listener. Yeah. And he went out of business. Uh -huh. But I took the knowledge I had learned yeah. and applied it. Yeah. So, you know, one of my dreams as an amateur musician was to take my saxophone to Paris and mm -hmm. blow in a jazz spot. Okay. And I did that. I played in Paris. I played in Angoulême. Yeah. I played in Cognac, France. And yeah. there I met two really good friends who were like, really like my brothers overseas. Yeah. A gentleman named Jean-Francois uh, Jean Rowe and Jean-Luc Bro. Okay. And uh, they uh, respectively are the uh, master distiller of a mm -hmm. Cognac, a cognac uh, distillery that's been in existence since 1725. And Jean-Luc is the uh, a spirits engineer who developed okay. flavors for Remy Martin, Mount Gay Rum, a lot of great stuff. Okay. And I said, guys, look, my dream is as a cognac lover, I want a cognac that everybody can enjoy. So we put our heads together. And, you know, I stayed there for about three, four weeks, and we developed Bone Fun. Okay. And as you know, Bone Fun is a, is a cognac infused with wine, aged yeah. five to eight years, no sugar added. Hey, yeah. I'm biased. It's delicious. Yeah. But you have to taste it and tell me what you think. I love it. No, we already tasted it. We love it. <laughs> no, that's what's And I don't drink. And I gotta tell you, I love it. Verily gave me a few, and I love the Karma Sutra with, with cranberry juice. Tastes bomb. Wonderful. Well, Karma Sutra, uh, the spirit of seduction. Yeah. It's interesting. A good friend of mine, Count Maximilian von Bismarck. <clears throat> excuse me. His great great granddad united Germany in 1880. Mm -hmm. Otto von Bismarck. So uh, Max, uh, uh, you know, created this wonderful beverage in Hamburg, Germany, where the yeah. distillery is located. And Kama Sutra is really interesting. It's, yeah. it's a premium vodka infused with ginger, ginseng, and a proprietary blend of herbs meant to mimic what the Chinese use as aphrodisiacs for thousands of years. Okay. Now, I can't legally make a claim that it'll, yeah. it'll you know, take care of you like yeah. something else, but it, uh, you have to taste it. Take a it bottle does. home and call me tomorrow. <laughs> okay. So basically, you're saying you'll get some uh, ass 
if somebody's near you. you okay. Right. That's good. That's what the brothers want to hear. That or you can just fill up the bottle. Now, I'm really loving this. I'm, re- I'm really loving this drinking. Let's talk about um, growing up, who did you look up to in culture just as a whole? Like, who inspired you to be the businessman you are today? Oh, brother, you, uh, you know, I, I would say that uh, 90% of the important lessons in life I learned, I learned from my father. Yeah. You know, my dad was a veteran, so I wanted to serve in the Army. Yeah. You know, my pop was a real honorable man and uh, taught me a lot of things about business. One is that whenever you negotiate with somebody, you yeah. never walk away with somebody else thinking they got that you got the better of them. Mm. So a lot of lessons like that. But besides my dad, mm. my heroes were Malcolm X. Mm. You know, I used to listen to cassette tapes of all his speeches, man. And, yeah. you know, he's, he's still my hero to this day. Yeah. Um, a couple of cats like John Glenn, you know, the first <clears> guy <throat> to orbit the earth. Yeah. Um, man, besides that, Hannibal, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Nat Turner. Mm-hmm. That's, those are pretty much the big cats. You know, my mom was a hero too, but yeah. you know, I'm talking about men now, so. Yeah. yeah. Do you like the way the culture has propelled as far as like, you know, now we got a black president, now we have um, gay rights, they, they could be free and do what they want to do. Uh, you know, even like the, co- I don't know if you saw the VH1 special Tenant of America, it was showing how like Dapper Dan inspired uh, Gucci and Louis Vuitton to make apparel. They never made apparel until Dapper Dan made it. Wow. But they went and never gave him credit for it. But, you know, right. like to see the coach and how much we as a coach has inspired people. Are you proud of where it's going or where it's at now? I am proud of where it's going. Um, I think we have to remember, you know, we forget things as Americans. We forget yeah. quickly. Yep. You know, there are certain things that we should think about every day. When you wake up, you yep. need to look in the mirror and think about the sacrifices that were made for you to be where you are. Yeah. I also think we need to redefine blackness. Yeah. We need to redefine blackness as success. Yes. You know, don't let other people define it because there mm-hmm. are those, and we know who they are, yeah. who want to define it as, you know, a, a theft, a crime on television. Yeah. And they, they, they overlook the, the vast majority of us who are hardworking, yeah. We love our country. We do the right thing by our yeah. families, our God, and our friends. So we need mm-hmm. to redefine blackness as success. Yeah. Take hold of our destiny. Yeah. Because as you see, I forgot the chick's name who said that Santa Claus is white and mm-hmm. Jesus is white too, by the way. Yeah. On, uh, what's her name? Megan something. Yeah. Megan something. I'm like, yo, man, if, if we don't write the history, somebody else Megan will. Kelly. There you go. Yeah. My girl. My girl. <laughs> I want to be on her show. Talk to her about that. <laughs> Yeah. What, um, do you remember the first time you earned money from your art? Because I consider this your art. Like, do you remember that time you got your first check and was like, wow, this could really go further? I remember when I was six and had a lemonade stand and then paid some of the kids <laughs> in the neighborhood to sell lemonade. Mm-hmm. Uh, then when I was in junior high school, computers were just coming out and I got a job teaching yeah. all the secretaries how to use computers. Yeah. So, you know, I'd say that I've, I've always been um, maybe a serial entrepreneur, probably to my detriment. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because maybe I don't work well with others or for others. I'm not yeah. sure. But, you know, my pops used to tell me, son, if you're going to play football, be the quarterback. You mm. know, if you're going to be in the company, be the president of it. So, mm. you know, I blame him and, 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 and thank him for instilling that in me. Mm. Okay, cool. We got anything you want to ask him? Yeah. Um, in, in terms of the qualities uh, that I think today's generation of youth um, and specifically black men, what do you think is is missing um, as, you know, the social media, the impact mm. of social media? Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, the CEO. Um, yeah. What do you think is missing 
You know, that, that's, a, that's a tough question. I'm not sure if I have a good answer for it because, you know, every generation wants to look at the younger generation and they want to point out what they're not doing. And, and honestly, I look at the young cast today, I'm really impressed. Yeah. I look at the young rappers, the athletes, at least the guys who have their stuff together, and they are able to do what most of us never conceived uh, 10 or 20 years ago. They parlay success from music into sneakers, into fashion, into right. television. So, you know, as opposed to saying, hey, I'm a, I'm, I'm a rapper or I'm a musician or I'm an actor, it's like, hey, guess what? I happen to act, but really I'm an endorser. Right. You know, or I happen to play tennis, but really I have a fashion line and, yeah. and a nail polish line. My girl Serena, v yeah. you know, Venus, beautiful sister. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed. Um, the thing, you know, the, the quality of any entrepreneur, I think regardless of generation, and the best way I can say it, I heard Lynn Swan talking about what it takes to be a receiver. Right. Everybody thinks they can play in the NFL. <laughs> he said, look, what I want you to do is get your best friend, put him in the end zone with a baseball bat, and then have your second best friend throw you the ball. And as you catch it, have the friend <laughs> in the end zone hit you right across the lips. And I believe as an entrepreneur, you, you have to have that, uh, that, I shouldn't say quality, man, that quality where no matter what, you get up again and again right. and again to the point where you're not, it's not that you're not scared of failure because fear uh, in certain forms is healthy mm -hmm. but you say i'm going to overcome this no matter how bleak things look because right. hey my motto is the next step is the finish line right 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 what would you say is has been the greatest setback that as a business uh person um that you've had to overcome Ooh, man you know, that's, where you that's where rough. you kind of said hey yeah do i really have it you know in this in this game yeah, well, you know, man, my, uh, you know, I talk about my dad a lot. He was my hero. And uh, unfortunately, he passed away. You know, he had cancer in 99. And uh, I was working on a venture. I, I'd gotten some funding for it, not a lot. And things just really went south. South, And this was right after my pop passed away. And I remember I had to carry the office furniture in this office down to the basement before I finally closed the doors forever and left. Mm -hmm. And the, 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 uh, the bookshelf fell on top of me, falling down the stairs. Wow. And I'm laying down there with a bookshelf <laughs> on top of me. And I'm saying, yo, man, it's not just that this happened, but I felt like my, my father's dream had died right, as well. Right, you know, right. that, that was my low point. Right, really. right, right. And then how did you, uh, if you don't mind me asking, how did you get the bookshelf off of you? <laughs> <laughs> and how long did you, you know, how long did you stay down there? You know, because I think I find yeah. that in life, in those moments when we're by ourselves, yes, when we have yes. to sort of face reality of like, hey, you know, I, I may not be able to do this. I may right. actually be a failure, you know, and, right. and, and you don't want to definitely don't want to be a failure in, you know, your family's eyes, be it your father. What were the thoughts exactly. that were going through your head that sort of allowed you to get the bookcase up and get back on your feet and get strong again? Well, you know, one of the other things my dad taught me and I learned this from his, him suffering through his cancer. And by the way, he didn't actually take his last breath until my oldest brother said, Dad, it's okay to go. Mm -hmm. And that's when he went, mm -hmm. you know, old school fighter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he said, son, you never lose until you stop trying. Right. You never lose until you stop trying. So you're always a winner until right. you actually quit. Right, right. Um, so I would say that... Uh, that that was a, a, a thing that I was thinking about when I was down there for right. about 10 minutes. And, you know, you made a good point. Um, you know, so often we're eager to get out of one circumstance and into another. But, you know, that 10 minutes that I was down there under that bookshelf, not just because it was painful, but it gave me a chance to, to think about what had occurred, how am I going to deal with this, 
how do I talk to my mom about this and my friends? Because also there's embarrassment. Yes, absolutely. You know? I mean, you think people are your friends? How many people really want you to succeed? Really, right. maybe a handful. And if you're lucky, right. some of them may be in your family. Right. Maybe right. a handful. Right. So, you know, really you're kind of out there on your own. Right, yeah. You know, it's interesting because my grandfather is uh, 96 and he's wow. coming to the end. And yeah. he's, you know, kind of like, you know, your father in the sense that he waited for your brother to come yeah. and take his last yeah. breath. And him. so, you know, he's saying, hey, you know, I'm ready. And he said he goes to sleep at night and he wakes up and he says, ah, oh. you know, he's disappointed. <laughs> but I yeah. realized and I shared this with him that he truly is my best friend because, right. like you said, in terms of friends, you have friends. But then who really wants you to win? And when right. you look at people and you know they really want you to win and they're not trying to get any piece of that, they're just happy for you. Um, you know, I find today that that's not so much part of the culture today. Um, and, and what do you think in terms of, you know, you have your um, liquor company and you're pushing that. How do you think that... It, you know, I, I don't know. This is maybe not the right question I'm sort of reaching, but how do you feel like your success can be an example um, to other men who are trying to be successful in terms of the old school way? Right, right. Yeah, that, that is a, that, that's a great question. Um, and I would say in, in any uh, venture, I mean, su success to me is when other people can experience it. Success is not Hey, the company sold for $100 million right. and I have yeah. a, a Bentley or, or whatever, or, you know, and um, success is when you can touch many, many lives in such a positive way. Mm -hmm. So a dream I have, and it's but a dream, is to make real job creators, not the job creators that idiots posing as kings speak about on certain news channels. Right, right. But job creators in the sense that we train a whole generation of entrepreneurs. Right. My dream is... I call it High C, High School Centers for Entrepreneurial Excellence. Mm. I would like to take a certain amount of funding mm -hmm. and focus on a couple of high schools mm -hmm. and take the kids who really want to be entrepreneurs, who really want to be hardworking, and teach them about accounting, about right. leadership, about strategy, about marketing, about planning, about uh, the legal aspect of things. Right. And that's how we create the next generation of job creators. Yeah. Not folks whose you know, dads or whatever just gave them a bunch of money and they say, <laughs> I'm a job creator and I'm a congressman. Right. But real job. And, and you know, in our neighborhoods, unfortunately, we as a people don't support ourselves yeah. like we should. Yeah. You I know, agree. we'd rather go to a, a, a soul food restaurant by someone to totally outside of our ethnicity. Right. And I'm not saying it's wrong for people to, I'm sure there are black owned pizza spots too. That's right. That's you know. Right. Um, I used to flip pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, we, we really need to, number one, make sure that when we, we do well, we do good. But we have to support each other. And, yeah. and it comes back again. You know, when you do well, how many people are really pulling for you yeah. versus the crab in a barrel mentality? Yeah. And when you look at folks like the Koreans, people of Jewish uh, yeah. faith and other yeah. folks, they really do that well. I have a lot of respect for those people. Yeah. Mexican peoples, very hardworking peoples, but they support each other. Right. And African Americans and, and, and Caribbean Americans and, you know, people of color, we're very hardworking too. But, you know, instead of supporting each other, you know, oftentimes we'll, we'd rather support someone who doesn't look like us, who takes the money out of our neighborhood and is not thinking about the welfare of our children or our well-being. Right. So how has your response been in terms of, you know, you come in, brother, you know, with your um, your beautiful bottle. Thank you. Thank you. And um, how's the response been and what do you find are the hurdles that you face? Man, um, 
the response has been very, very good to the product. Um, I've had phone conversations where folks have said, hey, man, I've gotten the sample bottles. They're terrific. And then they see me. And my last name is Barcella. So, <laughs> you know, if you're not looking at me, you may not be quite sure who you're talking to. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll just say this. At one point, I said to uh, the head of one of the companies we're dealing with who for distribution, I said, look, if you need me to carry the bag and someone else to maybe look like they're the, whatever it takes to get right. this deal done. And, um, you know, fortunately, I have a, a great set of partners in my ventures that where, you know, we, we transcend race, we transcend mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. of stuff. Uh, my partner in Bon Fun, which is our flagship beverage, is uh, Mr. Jerry Wanda, who's mm -hmm. a world-renowned music producer, multiple right, yeah. Grammy award-winning artist, and also just a great guy, too. Right. I mean, he's a great friend. I'm glad to know him. My partner with Kama Sutra is Count Max von Bismarck, also a very, very humble gentleman from, uh, um, I would say, royal or regal right. uh, lineage, <laughs> uh, but, but, a, but, a, but a real nice cat, bottom line. So, you know, with, with my team, I, I would call it the dream team, but I think somebody probably trademarked that. <laughs> but, but I really think that we have the team where we don't have to worry about, you know, not liking us for whatever reason. It's like when you hear music, you hear a good song, you're not thinking about black, white, whatever. That's right. And, you know, with these beverages, when you taste them and with the team, you know, hopefully that's not going to come into play again. Right. That's good. Let me have a taste of that. I don't have anything in my cup. Oh, uh, let's get uh, well, that's all over there by Burley. Burley, pass it over. And the, and the cranberry juice. So this is Kama Sutra, and, and we're going to we're gonna make uh, what we call Red Kama, which okay. is uh, one part Kama Sutra, one part cranberry juice. Okay. And uh, we do call Kama Sutra the spirit of seduction for, for a good reason. Yeah. Okay. We talked about some of the properties with the ginger and ginseng, how it's meant to mimic... Uh, what the Chinese actually use as aphrodisiacs for, for many, many years. Right. But, uh, you know, again, I can't make any legal claims on the air. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, no, that's dope. You like it, right, Cooper? Yeah, this is good. Where can they find the drink if, let's say, um, uh, clubs and wholesale accounts want to order it? Can they get your email or, or whatever you want to give out? Absolutely. You put me on the spot, man. I'm not sure how to respond to that. My, my wife may be listening and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yes if you uh visit our website uh, actually if you go to our instagram page yeah. we just created a new instagram page because yeah. i just took over the brand recently we had uh we had some other partners in the mix yeah. nice cats but unfortunately they didn't do what was expected yeah so count von bismarck said hey michael i see you're the only one out there really hustling all over the state with this brand um and we created a new company recently so if they go to the Instagram uh, hook of uh, Kama Vodka, K-A-M-A, -A, V as in Victor, O-D-K-A, you know, they can uh, follow us. Yeah. They can send us an email or, or what have you, and we'd love to okay. respond to it. And Bon Fun's t uh, 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 website is... Uh, bon, we, yeah, Bon Fun's website. Bon Fun, yeah. We actually just purchased the actual URL for like okay. several... I won't say how much. It's like yeah. kind of obscene. An obscene amount, rather. But uh, Bon Fun's uh, website is uh, bonfun.com. Okay. B is in Bravo, O N F U N.com. And we'd love for you to visit the website, enter your email address so we can stay in touch with you. And it's funny, man, you know, when you when you describe anything to people, you have to have mm -hmm. an elevator pitch in your head. So the yeah. elevator pitch is Kama Sutra's Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Bon Fun is Jackie O. That's the one okay. that you marry and dress up and take take out. So. Okay. But uh, we're very fond of both of our beverages and, and very glad to be here. Okay. Anybody got anything else to say? How did you get the Kamashita bottle 
like that way to fit, to make it yeah, like the a molding. female bottle. I made a mold of my wife's body, so. Okay. Actually, that's that. That's I, that's not. You know, I, she might be listening. Yeah, lucky All, man. But but my wife is the most beautiful woman in the world. Um, but actually, I uh, you know Mac, Max and I collaborated on that because you know look um, if you're going to compete against uh, Grey Goose or Hennessy, I mean these are great brands with with great histories. That's right. And they have a lot of funding behind them, so you have to fulfill a niche. Now I'm not the type of guy that's going to um, introduce a straight cognac and go head to head with Doucet. Yeah. Or, or Hennessy. I'm not going to introduce a straight vodka. Go ahead here with Grey Goose or Ciroc, which is another great brand. And by the yeah. way, hey, Puffy, that guy is one of the best businessmen and most savvy cats that I've, I've, I've met. Definitely. But, Definitely. So, so the bottle has to stand out. From top to bottom, it has to speak on its own. Because you're not in the store to speak for the bottle. So when people see it, it has to jump out at them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was the whole idea behind it. And I got to tell you, when it's in a restaurant or a bar with uh, what's called a glorifier shining the light up underneath, mm-hmm. it's like a, a sight to behold. Definitely. Yeah, yeah this is a beautiful bottle. But Thank it, you. It looks like Rihanna or Beyonce. <laughs> That's how their body figure look like. It's beautiful. Probably more Rihanna. More yeah. Rihanna? Yeah, because Beyonce got... I think more than that. <laughs> okay. But it just looks like a, like a nice, elegant female. Absolutely. I agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely is nice. Thank you. And Thank plus you. it tastes Thank good, you. too. <laughs> so looking at the competition, how do you... What do there you, is no competition. Okay. <laughs> no competition. What you about that? Diageo's going to get me, man. <laughs> when you look at alcohol, though, what is the, the um, I guess, the top two key things that alcohol... Because I, I noticed you said... the. From top to bottom, the bottle must explain itself, which is true. Right. There's no bottle like that. That is a fact. I guess what else you think is like the next thing outside of taste? I mean, of course, it has to taste well. But um, man, uh, you know, taste, um, taste gets them to come back again. But mm-hmm. it's the marketing hook. Yeah. Now you can either have um, somebody as influential as a puffy, yeah, or you know, a top celebrity who says yeah. drink this and it's good, um, or you can have a, a, some witty marketing angles that yeah. really appeal to folks. So, you know, granted, I would I, I would just take for granted that everything on the shelves has been a lot of research and development done, mm-hmm. that it all tastes good. The competition all tastes good. Mm-hmm. But you have to figure out how do I get you to put down your Jack Daniels yeah. or your Hennessy and pick up Bon Fun or Kama Sutra instead. Yeah. Now, that's the hook. And believe it or not, it, it, it's, it's pretty basic, especially for smaller companies. I like to call it the blocking and tackling. Have mm-hmm. you gone into a liquor store and there's a, a beautiful young lady who says, hey, sir, have a sample of this? Yeah. That's called mm-hmm. a promotional tasting. Mm-hmm. So that is a big part of our marketing strategy. Now, also, I mentioned Mr. Jerry Wanda, multiple Grammy award-winning artist, producer. So we're working very closely with Jerry in the studio and music videos and things of that nature so that we can, you know, have that strategic level um, where folks hear about Bon Fun constantly, whether it's on the radio or music videos, things of that nature. And then, like you said, the beverage tastes great, but guess what? You have to innovate. You can't yeah. just sit in your laurels and assume that's what six months from now what's good is the same as today. Definitely. So you have to innovate and make your own brand obsolete. You make your own flavors obsolete. I mean, look at uh, Three Olives. Look at Pinnacle Vodka. These right. guys come out with new flavors every other day. And actually, hey, they're pretty good. I mean, I'm not a flavored vodka type of guy when it comes to that. Yeah. But I taste them every now and then, and they really do come close to either cotton candy or gummy bears or whatever the flavor happens to be. <laughs> yeah. Right. I just you know, think I, that's why. I, yeah, I'm keeping it real. <laughs> most, most people these days they don't they don't drink to taste. Definitely, and, and it's and it's and it's and it's bad to say that nobody really drinks to taste, because you could fool anybody yeah. with any liquor. 
and as I know a couple of the bar owners and, and um, club owners, like you would give somebody uh, uh, any vodka and they'll think it's Grey Goose or they think it's this. And But to, to me, like nobody really tastes alcohol. Now, I understand. That's a good point, Verley. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in terms of vodka. Because yeah. if you ask people what your favorite vodka is, they'll say Grey Goose or Ciroc. But you only know your favorite vodka if you take 10 vodkas blindfold yourself and I had to do this when I was in the industry you know on the vodka side of things years back and and taste each one neat at room temperature but the problem is folks only have vodka in a cocktail they like Grey Goose because marketing is said to like Grey Goose I'm I'm sure Grey Goose is a high-quality beverage but we don't take the time to really understand what we like it's just like in a relationship yeah we were talking about dating yeah a lot of us don't know what we love like about the woman we love but you have to think about it Good. Now I was gonna say I look at the bottle and I just think like you know Central Pay Saint Bart's like <laughs> right I mean, right you know internationally is yes there a push there it looks like an brother award. You're, you're reading my mind man yes. you must have read my business plan <laughs> we're actually working very closely uh, with a couple of groups in uh, Northern Africa yeah. who were going to be importing uh, Bonfun and Kama Sutra very soon mm-hmm. we're also working uh, with folks in the uh, Caribbean. Because uh, you hit it on the head. I mean, in terms of the Caribbean uh, communities, the Latino communities, they love Bonfun and Kama Sutra. But, you know, more so than that, I mean, it's the white communities. I mean, yeah. there's, no, there's no one type. You know, it's yeah. very interesting. I, I was at a meeting with one of the largest distributors in the country, and they were trying to pigeonhole us into saying, oh, this has to be a black beverage or, or whatever. Yeah. Hey, just because I'm African-American yeah. doesn't mean that that's the only audience that we're, that we're seeking here. Yeah. And... and, and you know, frankly, it's, it's it's that way with a lot of folks you talk to and, and business in general that, hey, guess what? You're black. You can only market to black yeah, people. Yeah. I want to be like Don Draper, man. I want to come up with ideas that everybody loves. <laughs> you know, for United Airlines, he would come Absolutely. up with some hook, man. It's not just black people. Or white. Everybody flies United. That's right. I want yeah. everybody to jump on this bandwagon. Right, right. You know? We're all consumers. Especially Kama Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, I'm, it's it's just it's just... As a as a drinker myself, say the wine, the bun fun is just, is amazing because I never had the wine and, and cognac put together. So the taste of it is is out this world. Thank you. Mm. And the reason uh, to me, like I I believe that both drinks are more like you're home, relaxing, you're chilling, you have yeah. like a nice vibe, you with everybody, all your friends, yeah. and you just pop a bun fun. Right. Right. Not, not, not a Molly. Papa Bun Fun music. Pop the bottle. Tom Ford. Yeah. You know, then you, then you, then you like you enjoy like you're enjoying yourself. Yeah. And it's not like a to me. It's like you catch you can go in a you know in a bar or lounge and have a drink, you know, with your lady, with your homeboys, and you chill. Kama Sutra, the same thing too. It's a sexy bottle. It's more of like you're just a chill drink, and it's not that strong like other other vodkas, like 80% proof. It's like 25% proof alcohol. Right, it's 50 proof, it's 25% alcohol. alcohol. Exactly. So yeah. it's, and it tastes good mixing, like with fruits, like with a sangria or something like that, added, added extra with sangria, right. it goes wonderful, it goes, it goes great. And that's to me, I think that's what changed the game on what you have. Thank you, thank you. Well, you know, like I said, we aim to fulfill a niche with, with all of our products. Yeah. And, and I think we are, because, you know, when you think cognac, yeah. you either think hip-hop or you think old white guys in a cigar bar. Mm-hmm. But there's a right. hole in between. I mean, China's going to be the largest cognac market in 2016. So that's what we want. You know, not just people who look like me and you, right. but that's who right. we want. Um, 
Don't you know, the, don't the uh, president of uh, China like uh, doesn't he? Oh, Korea. He likes uh, Hennessy. I heard that's his favorite drink. He's you got know, Dennis Rodman up. told me that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that because he hangs with too much black people. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, may, yeah. I, may I make a, a, a serious statement? Yeah. And that's, um, you know, folks, when you do drink and enjoy alcohol, please drink responsibly. As a yeah. good friend of mine, Dave Elger, says, you have to respect the drink. So always keep that in mind. You know, have a designated driver or car to take you home because Definitely. life is so short and it's too precious. Definitely. All right, on that note, we're about to wrap up. Once again, the Instagram is Kama Vodka. Kama Vodka. Yep. K-A-M-A-V-O-D-K-A. And we just started it like a couple of days ago, so yep. we want a bunch of followers. Like my man was talking about Twitter. Right. All right, you know, we we need you to get on the horn for us and, you know, oh, get yeah, folks to... Oh, yeah, we're going to promote. We're going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, is there a place in New York uh, for uh, us New Yorkers to find it? Yeah, we're in about, uh, we're just launching in New York. We're in about six stores. Um, mm -hmm. The website will list all the stores shortly. Okay, great. Um, short story. We actually did a launch of the brand um, a, a bit ago in New Jersey. Landed in 102 stores. Nice. Hurricane Sandy, you asked about falling down as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Hurricane Sandy destroyed all the trucks of our distributor. Our distributor oh. went out of business. So this is something that my wife and I had personally put over $130,000 into. Wow. Investors had put money into. Wow. And all of a sudden it was down. You know, and in New Jersey, you can't switch distributors. We had to get special dispensation from the governor to temporarily have another small distributor do, do uh, deliveries for us. But even that wasn't enough. And eventually we had to temporarily you know, put comma on hold while we were introducing right. Bone Fun. Right. Mm. So this is the rebirth, the relaunch. And like I said, my good friend Count Von Bismarck said, Michael, you're the guy doing it all. I want to be partners with you. So he's coming to town on the 17th. We're signing our final agreement, right. moving forward. And uh, we're just very excited, man. Very excited. Right. Are you doing any sort of launch or anything when he comes to town? We are going to do, well, not when he comes to town, probably when he comes back. We're doing a formal launch for Bone Fun. I think it's going to be April 12th, but it's going to be at the studio. So, um, but we'll probably we're do support. a party. Well, you guys have to come. We're you don't support. Have, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Platinum Sounds. So, so for Kama, actually, maybe you guys can give me some ideas after the show, you know, because you we, know I'm, I, you know, I pick your brains, man. Oh, yeah. No, 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 but but for for Kama, we're gonna do um, couple of events. One in New York City, one in Miami. We're gonna do probably one in ATA, one in LA, and probably one in Texas. Like we're gonna go worldwide, and we try to win in London. You know, we gotta bring it overseas, definitely. And one in the islands, we're gonna pick which islands yet. <laughs> Puerto Rico. You know what I'm saying? We, well we, said. We were gonna do Trinidad, but you know, Carnival just ended. <laughs> Can't do that. Might do it next year. But we're definitely gonna try to um, bring it out more. It's the bottle's gonna is gonna grab everybody's eye. Everywhere we go, it grabs your eye, like no if, ands, or but. Like that is the bottle. Like summer of 2014, baby. Oh, so, yeah, so summer 2014 is gonna be yeah, the year yeah. of the Kama Sutra. That bottle looks like the female Oscar. The Oscars just finished, man. That looks like the female Oscar. Yeah. Exactly, man. I'd love to get a picture of that beautiful sister from 12 Years a Slave holding oh it up. Oh, my God. You know? Can you imagine that? Yeah, that should she, be a wrap. I can She's imagine. Gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, baby. We here. We about to sign out. Purple Mango Madness. Shout out to Bon Fun and Karma Sutra. Shout out to Verley, Mike, Cooper, Big Mark, the biggest dicks in the world. We out here dipset bird gang. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> <laughs>
fortunate gentleman just put down a bottle of his favorite beverage after tasting exotic Kama Sutra and natural herbs. So he's living proof and testimony that Kama Sutra is a hit. Very interesting taste. I would love to try it. Hello, my name is Michael Barcella. I'm president of Ball Fund Wine LLC. Our company has just been appointed as the sole importer of Kama Sutra, exotic Kama Sutra with natural herbs. And I'm very happy to be standing next to me. I get the feeling America will be seeing a lot of this young lady very soon, as well as these beautiful bottles with this delicious beverage. So thank you for your attention, and there's going to be a lot more to come from us in the near future. Purple Mango.